8 to 10 p.m. The Viewpoint with Asraf Gada. The Viewpoint with Asraf Gada. So some of the comments we've had regarding Obama by SMS. A good message from Obama. It's not going to sink in any of the race haters' black and white brains as most of them don't want this country to go forward. What a pity from Dave in the uh, in the Eastern Cape. What Obama said is what we already know and he usually says it and it becomes just a familiar tune with a stale taste. He must have told us how to deal with the land. Okay, Willie and Christiana. Thank you, Ashraf. Like the fact that he painted bigger picture, cleverly connecting all zoomed in on what matters, took much-needed swipes at the university order. Um, Ashraf, the question would be why Barack Obama, for the Mandela Centenary main speaker, he said he was ordered by Grasha Michel to do so. His speech wasn't extraordinary. Uh, he is just a good orator with the American accent. In some uh, facetious remarks was ex-president Jacob Zuma's absence there today and oxymoron, thanks from Aisha. And then saying, hi, Seth, okay. Uh, Ashraf, a perfect lecture on the right time, reviving our spirit that was broken by our fake leader. I will study LLB. Thanks to Obama and speakers. Long live Madiba. Long live from Alex Matsama in, uh, in uh, Mokopani. Just ironically, uh, Patrick Lumumba, uh, the professor, he's been talking tonight um, at the memorial lecture at the University of uh, the Walter Sisulu University. I would strongly suggest later on try and get to to that um, on YouTube and some text because if it's left to me, I think he should be speaking and delivering the overall lecture next year. He's got the gravitas, absolutely. Talking about the gravitas, what about a 12-year-old girl? So Jana Jihad is a 12-year-old Palestinian. She's, a, she's an activist. She's a journalist. There's, a, there's an interesting story around that. So away from the actual issue of this ongoing battle for, uh, for the rights of the Palestinians and who said what and, and, and Israel and that contested debate in that part of the woods, I managed to catch up with uh, Jana today. She was at the, at the morning session where all the elders remember put together this walk together uh, with Grassam Michelle and Richard Branson and the and Mary Robinson, the former president of Ireland, were, were there. Uh, she was invited, I think, on behalf of the the Grassa Michelle Foundation uh, to be a guest there as well. And uh, I managed to catch up with her and ask her about some of the things why she was what she was doing in this country. Now I can say this that she's uh, she's part of a group called Shamsan, right? And they've also put together a documentary called Radiance of Resistance, looking at her own story as a twelve year old registered journalist. Can you quite believe that? But I thought let, let's get the story behind the story um, about her and uh, this is what she had to say. I'm in South Africa as Shamsan's ambassador. Shamsan is our new project that we're working to make a platform for Palestinian children to send their message to the world and uh, we focus on global human rights, try to send our message and to tell the world what's happening. And I came here also for a speaking tour to speak more about the Palestinian issue and what's happening right now in Palestine. Okay, so you, you, you live in Palestine? Yes. And you're born there as well? I was born in the USA, okay, but, but oh, I, mean, I lived all my life yeah. yet. Yeah. So, so tell us from, from your point of view, uh, What's the issue in Palestine? Like, what's your understanding? I am living there, and the issue over there is really hard. Israeli occupation is killing people, arresting people, people arresting children, um, violating our rights, building new settlements, 
stealing more land. And the issue over there is really hard, especially in Gaza, because after they're closing borders and it's the biggest open-air jail in the world, two million people are living in 365 kilometers. Um, it's really super hard there, and, sp and right now, at the moment, they're like just shooting rockets at them and it's so is, is it really bad what I'm yeah. saying we know there's a problem between Palestine and Israel we're aware of that that's been going on for a long time and sometimes they at war with each other and sometimes they stop fighting we, we, but we know there's a, a conflict but what you're saying about the experiences of, of, of the people you know who are not politicians who are living on the ground is it as bad as, as you make it out to be like is it that bad it is that bad, it is. For example, before 42 days, my cousin was killed under my room's window. It's really bad and we're just sending the truth of what's happening exactly there. So what do you feel, I mean, you spoke about you're an ambassador, what's the organization again? Our organization named Chamsan. Ch Chamsan, okay. Chamsan. How, what do you see, but, but away from back being here, you're, you're in Palestine, what do you see your role now? There's a conflict between two nations and ideally as long as the conflict continues there'll be war and there'll be deaths and there'll be problems, right? What do you see therefore your role? Like what, what can you, it sounds crazy talking to a young girl, but like what, what can you do about it? I am, I am trying to do what, am I, what I'm doing. I'm the youngest registered journalist trying to send our message to the world but with our organization Shamsan, with my social media, with anything that I can do because that message that has to be sent, that conflict that is really happening and that is every day we hear in the news a 16 child got killed, uh, some people got arrested or even got injured for being Palestinian, for trying to defend their ha their family and trying to defend their home. Now, you're, are you are you 12 now? Yeah. Right, so, so you're still, I mean, you're a young girl. At, at what age did you switch on if I can put it that way to say I need to start talking about this I mean at the time where people who are 30 don't talk about it what age you, did you realize that I need to take a stand I started being a journalist when I was seven years old when I saw that there's not enough journalists to cover things that happens in Palestine in my village Nabi Saleh like when my friend Mustafa had been killed my uncle Rishti had been killed a lot of things started to happen in the world didn't know about our feelings as children living under occupation so I wanted to cover things that happen with with us as children living under occupation with our lives that is getting destroyed and getting violated with our rights that we're not getting. And in terms of then telling the stories, right, is it working? I mean, are people responding? Uh, yes. And I don't mean supporters of the Palestinian cause, people who, who are not supporters of the Palestinian cause. Are, are you able to reach out to them? Um, till now on my Facebook page from, uh, I made it in 2016, so before two, de uh, two years, um, I have 300,000 followers and that's a really good thing as like to show that my message is getting sent and the world is knowing about what's happening. And we did the project Shumtan, we did a calendar every month speaking about a child that getting a story of a child that living under that Israeli occupation. So um, I believe that my message is reaching people. My message is getting sent, and mm -hmm. that's a really great. Do thing. you do you live like? Do you live in hope? Do you live in fear? Do you live in 
in despair like I for me or presenting all the Palestinian population and all the Palestinian children we live in hope because without hope you don't you won't find me here without hope I won't be resisting I won't be having or trying to send that message because we as Palestinians have to control our fears and don't let our fears control us mm. because if our fears control us we're not going to live do you do you speak to israeli children um actually not israeli children uh, no but there are israeli activists that come to to our village demonstrate with us um support us as palestinians because so yeah. and and lastly I mean, What do you think? What's the solution? Like it's, it's going on what 1947, if, I, if I'm not 48. 48. What's the solution to? How is this problem going to be solved? First thing, um, Israel killed the two-state solution. Like um, there are no borders for Israel. Like West Bank and Gaza was the borders in the 1967 for Palestine, and 68% of West Bank is settlements. What we got was settlements, what we got was checkpoints, what we got was killing, arresting, or violating of our rights. So um, when they killed that um, solution, uh, I believe that one state solution would work, and we don't mind if we lived with them unless they take the Zionism idea out of their head. And because As they want to show it, it's a religious uh, conflict. No, it's not a religious conflict. We can live with any other religions. Like, for example, Palestine is a whole land. There are Christian Palestinians, there are Muslim Palestinians, there are Jew Palestinian even. And that's the thing that they don't want to show. But I say that we can live together in peace, but getting the same rights in getting the same rights getting the same equality living in the same thing in the same places and also like going to the sea that i can see from the, my roof and it's only like 25 to 30 kilometers far from my house that i've only went once in my whole life in because whole life. of that yeah. occupation so that's what we need and yeah. we need to live in peace we are you are you sad Of course I'm sad because I'm not living my childhood. Of course I'm sad because I'm not living like any child in the world. But we have to resist. We have to not remain silent for the next generation to not live the childhood that we're living right now. And, and lastly, so you're in South Africa. What do you want South Africans are watching you now, listening to this message? What do you want us to do? Young, old, you know, what do you want? There to are a lot of things to do. First thing, for example, when I came, I, I know your government is a supporter for the Palestinian issue and they're really supportive. But, for example, when I came here to South Africa as a, a Palestinian passport carrying girl, I had to get a visa to come to South Africa. Although, that an Israeli person who carries an Israeli passport does not have to get a visa to come to South Africa. And I believe that you have to boycott Israeli products because when you buy an Israeli chocolate, five rands and five rands and five rands would make millions of rands that they would buy weapons to kill Palestinian children with so you help them with your money to kill Palestinian yeah. children you can send that message educate your children educate your youth because in a set in a village named Susia in Palestine like about 80% of the soldiers are South African who are um, who was like in the in 
uh, getting scholarships to go to um, their uh, universities and study there and, and come to Cal Palestinian children. So I believe you have to educate your children, you have to educate your community and to just send our message. Okay, well, that's where we're going to leave it. We spoke earlier on to Mary Robinson, the, the former president of, uh, of Ireland, and she spoke about, she quoted Madiba saying, you need to be this prisoner of hope. So uh, in times of despair, there's always hope. And saying you're a prisoner of hope is actually a compliment to say you need hope to be a part of your life. And, and uh, you we pray, much. therefore, that there would be peace uh, in that important part of the region. From your point of view, I think, remember that name, Jenna Jihad, and the, and the message um, of hope that she carries for the people of uh, Palestine. Thank you very much. So there you are, Int very interesting person. And, and yes, I mean, she's made lots of claims. She's got 300,000 Facebook followers. She's 12 years old. She's a, a registered international journalist. She's an activist for the Palestinian cause. She's also made claims about South Africans uh, being taken there to fight against them um, uh, and a whole lot more. Now, we, we accept the fact that, uh, that it's, it's a hugely contested territory, but I think just, just picking up some of the thoughts from her, I think the, the abiding question is, why would a 12-year-old become an activist? And it's something for you to consider. So my strong suggestion, whether you're supportive or in fact not, maybe check out her Facebook page, see the type of claims she makes, see what she really says, and then form your own opinion because ultimately the show is all called The Viewpoint and you have your viewpoint of that. We'll have a podcast of all the things we've said even earlier this morning, um, earlier today. Um, we'll have it up sometime tomorrow.